You have to force behaviors, and at BlackRock, we are forcing behaviors. Go try it out. Try it out. Out. Putin! Putin! Oh, you heard that? I'm curious if it's going to pick up our voices. Where? On this recording right now. Stay woke. Stay woke. <laughs> Stay woke. As though. All right, I'm recording, so let's see here. Thanks, Obama. Good Time Culture Podcast. That's the show you're listening to right now. This is June 28, 2023. We record this show in a small town in the Gold Coast that we lovingly call the Mighty Mighty OX. I am OG Mutt Dog, and on the other mic, you'll find Hollywood. And together, we are your ancient astronaut theorists of record. And before I end this, please take a note or a pen and pad, and write this down. It's very, very important. And to everybody who listens to this show, that everything, and I mean everything that we speak about on this show, is protected opinion. All right? On with the show. Woohoo! Welcome back, everybody, to Good Times Culture Podcast. We are going to give a shout-out, all glory to God, right here in the beginning Almighty in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Making it making it back for another week and hitting the record button feels really good. So uh, mm-hmm. thanks for everybody out there that's returning and listening. This is uh, where nonsense meets reality. Every week we kind of cover the news and uh, give a little opinion and try to provide some value here and there. But usually it's just uh, nonsense. So All right, man. Let's get this uh, session going, buddy. Let's get this session going. You ready to go? Yeah. Huh? No small chill. talk. Come on. All right. Let's um, let's get caught up on friends. Today we're going to open up chapter one of the Crackhead Diaries. Must be nice, must be nice when you dance the big guy. When you dance the big guy. Modern crime family, y'all some criminals. Just a message from America that ain't subliminal. Nah. Multiple fed cases and you ain't get fed time. Listen to the justice system. I wanna serve life. My daddy ain't the president. The president. So the feds ain't Corruption, a political witch, huh? It's a cover-up. Trump warned us all they gonna pull a stunt. I know what you do to get money. Get money. You help sleeping Joe sell out our country. South. The infamous crime bill in 1994. Four. Locking up Americans for smoking dope. <laughs> but your son smoke crack. Must be nice when your dad's the big guy. Yeah. When your dad's the big, big guy. guy. Must be nice when your dad's the big guy. There's a 4G auto blow here. It's called Sweetheart Deal. Must be nice when you dance the big guy. 
guilty to misdemeanor tax evasion. Got a gun charge, you probably won't get probation. Big accounts off of Ukraine. Looking for charisma for that dirty chain. I pee the whistleblower, she said you took 10 minutes. Her Senator Chuck Grassley got tapes to it. It's a double standard when you're running with the elite. We got pedophiles in the White House, how can you sleep? It's safer to be his son than his opponent, yeah. It's a sad day for America, but a happy day. For the Washington Mafia. Yeah. Up. Must be nice when you dance the big guy. Yeah. When you dance the big guy. So I was kind of expecting another distraction this week, uh, the beginning of the week, but we didn't get any new distractions, huh? Well, I mean, when I hear all this song, that word nepotism comes into oh, my man. mind. And that is the, not even a definition. You can turn it on. And watch it, and you're watching nepotism right in front of you. And I've been advocating now for many, many years that nepotism should be against the law. I mean, it should be against the law. Every government agency, every the best machine shop I ever worked for was a Fortune 500 that actually had that in their employees' handbook. No nepotism was allowed. Dude, the fairest shop I've ever worked for in my life. Fairest shop I've ever worked for in my life. Yeah, the thing that's crazy is you could tell that this is not a like absurd to anybody there. You know, that that's just you know, I, this this should be, you know, hair on fire type stuff, but yet it's just like, yeah. I, I, I mean, that tells you all you need to know there. All I see is the same thing with the House White House speaker, the guy who's about the military and this president. Whenever they're asked, they just turn around and said pretty much give us the finger turn around and walk away doesn't they don't answer anything and i believe these people actually believe that if they continue to act like this that we'll just look the other way they they're not making a big deal of it Mm -hmm. so they have in their heart that if they don't make a big deal then we won't make a big deal of it but this is starting to get pretty it it, they're starting to be now new threat bro i got into another rabbit hole today there's so many proofs coming out right now about president obama and about his actually birth. Mm-hmm. And all these school mm-hmm. records starting to come out with articles because this guy was a rising star in the social working mm-hmm. place. Remember, he's a he's a, a community activist, remember? Mm-hmm. So he was getting his name out there as a Kenya immigrant. <laughs> There's papers talking about him about this. Mm-hmm. There's articles, college articles, college newspapers. Paper, uh, newspapers mm-hmm. have articles that they wrote about this guy. Weren't they celebrating... Like wherever he's from, uh, when he got president, weren't they, they like there was? I remember there was reports named, that there's, there's the a, town there's, was celebrating <laughs> or something. I never saw any videos yeah, of that. Well, that's the and it's interesting that this is probably all not real out right now, man. And now you have this nepotism, and again, these people thinking if they don't speak it, yeah. To, and in our let's, face, let's get into talking about our it. face. The the couple, let's, which is the Bidens, got into a helicopter and went on vacation. Hmm. <laughs> No, what kind of ice cream? Oh my he ate. goodness! So they they are uh, uncovering a lot of these text messages from Hunter to his business partners that were, you know, what's hilarious is this is the infamous laptop from hell coming back once again three years later. It's still there's still stuff that's on the cloud that they're digging out and pulling out. And I There's remember a book right now issued that was someone issued that put all the photos in book form. Mm-hmm. They, need, <laughs> they need to do that because they're probably going to disappear. But I remember three years ago, 
it's literally all this stuff was available. Like you could see this same text message. Uh, I saw this one. There's tons more. There's really a lot of creepy ones with him and the the niece. His uh. Basically, she's like 15 or something at the time. From what I hear, he's the one pretty much introduced, gave her her first bump. Yeah, it's really bad. Uh, so let's see. Um, let's let's go over there right now. I might as well do it officially here. Get over to the Bidens over here. I was just thinking, uh, uh, the, anyway, I started off without you, <laughs> and I sold a lot of state secrets and. And and look at the the sheep's grin of the people sitting around him at the uh-huh. table, sitting right next to him. As oh yeah, this is just you know Uncle Joe Biden is out of off his meds right now. Listen to, look at them. Let's do it again. I want to hear it again. Oh, I didn't want to do that. Uh, Anyway, I started off without you. And I sold a lot of state secrets and a lot of very important things that we shared. I was just thanking. So the, you know, obviously the White House is saying this was a joke. But the problem is, is this is literally a day after all the drama with his son is coming out, you know, with actual legitimate claims of this type of thing happening, you know, money being a strong arm and blackmailed, just like he, uh, his, you know, Joe was on camera with the Burisma guys. We've, we've played that one a lot. This this is the mockery that we've, go ahead, I'm sorry. I know, like, is, is this, does he... Is it mockery? Or does he no. even know he's you doing know how this? They're, tell, <laughs> you know? they're telling us they're like the evil people think, or these person thinks that he's not going to be guilty if he tells you what he's doing. He's uh, telling you what he's doing. Interesting. He's telling us what he's doing, yeah. and we're like, oh, look at just a ninety-year-old man just making this stupid joke. It was a joke. A joke. Now, he didn't say no I, joke. I, I, remember I the, where he's, he's at? This this here is a very important. He's next to. Other officials. He's next to the Prime Minister of India. Yeah. What? How was that a joke? Well, he definitely thinks he's a funny guy, but I just, I just don't understand this. How can you be so tone deaf and know know that there's all this stuff going on in the background, and yet you're going to make a joke? I mean, it just seems like, like you said, just like rubbing it in our face. Because I think that's why would you do that? Because he's daring us. <laughs> he's exposed every card we have known. We, we're, Joe Biden was sitting on telling reporters and anybody was questioning him that he said that he didn't know anything about Hunter Biden's overseas business. Yep. He didn't know anything. And what is one of the first things you read is that Hunter Biden used his father mm-hmm. as a leverage for a Chinese company to cop out $5 million. Yep. There you go. The idea. Have to first get all the facts on the table, but you're right, they're piling up. 150 suspicious activity reports, 20 different companies they're running money through, all kinds of Biden family members getting paid. Now the whistleblowers coming forward with this set of facts, credible whistleblowers coming forward and telling us the things they've told us. It is all beginning to pile up. Byron Donalds made the argument as well. Well, now we're in the process of we're going to get bank records, continue to go down that path. I believe that when you can connect those dots on money flows, 
which we've already seen with Hunter Biden, Jim Biden, any other members of the Biden family. Once you have all that in your possession, there are the grounds. The last piece is this obstruction that has gone on with the White House and the mm. Department of Justice. Mm-hmm. Because if that is, those are high crimes and misdemeanors. I think we actually have a two-tier track for impeachment. I think we're at that point. But so again, the IRS was doing that too, where they were the interfering with investigations. For him. But, I, but this is what I'm seeing at this moment, the way the president and his son and his cabinet and his administration is behaving. They don't care. What are we going to do? The FBI, the police of our federal government, isn't doing anything against them. In fact, they're aiding and abetting our president right now to 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 actually do these crimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, he went. Yeah, they're all. Are we forgetting? They're all on board. That his biggest opponent, he sent the federal police department to his house. That's something you would see in the third world country. Who are you talking about? When the FBI went and raided Mar-a-Lago. Mm, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's election interference, if you ask Not me. Not only that, but that's his biggest opponent. Mm-hmm. And he knows it. That's stomping his ass into the ground, you know, but again, with poles you're, right now. He's, I, anyways, mm-hmm. this is getting really interesting. But now, I, I, can I, I, what do you think about this? Can I, can I play something? I know I sent you some videos, but I. I Stay with the Biden though. Because well, I got more Biden here. Okay, go with the Biden. We, we got to keep this. Go, this go with is the important. Biden. This is about, I, I think, who they're working for. Aha, that's good. So this was the text. I don't know if everybody's seen it, but um, I'm thinking this guy reads it out loud. Let's see. His voice is probably better than mine. Plus, it's easier. And if that's accurate, and now we see, we've we now made the connection between a communication to those they're shaking down in a pay-to-play scheme, okay, we now have the other so Hunter Biden allegedly sends this text. I'm sitting here with my father. Yep, and, that's what I'm talking about. And we would like to understand, you know, it's, it's totally sounds like mafia. We would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. Tell the director that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand. And now means tonight. And uh, Z, which he's referencing his uh, business partner in China, if I get a call or text from anyone involved in this other than you or the chairman, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me, which he's talking about his dad and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Wow. That's like blackmailing right there. That's like an old Sherlock Holmes. Have you ever seen that one episode about blackmail? Wow, that's a blackmail letter Bible we read one. Yep, it's like mafia. Same thing, well, style. It sounds like the family business, right? Didn't the mm-hmm. old uh, Biden said that he went yep. to Ukraine and told him, "Hey, if you don't get rid of that that uh, that judge, you, this billion dollars I'm about to give you, hey, you ain't gonna get it." That's exactly. You don't have the power. Oh, you don't want him to do I have the power? Call Barack. Call Barack and see if I have the power. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'll be God. I need to pull it up. And be goodness. He was fired. When you... Uh, oh, don't even bring it up. It's not even worth it. Go ahead and pull yours up if you're ready. Well, okay, guys. What you got? I, I, I Do you need a transition? No. Okay. Because it's going to relate into also what happened with the, with the COVID and the, and the in-shots. But the outrageousness of we saying 
and who gets away with it and why they get away with it. Well, I'm going to throw up a shot and then we'll see if it'll fit into this and Hollywood will tell me about He'll do a dun 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 or it goes with the story. It's about economics also. But I want to know if there's other governments who are involved in this and this is why they're doing it. Excuse me real quick. Let me just bring it out. You need a second? I got something. Right here. Okay. You're not going to... And no... You're not gonna, and no, everybody's like, it's normal. You shut up, anti-vaxer. Shut yeah. up. That's oh, normal. Yeah. Well, I can, and the, the there's a great attorney, Aaron Siri, who fought that, and you know, Aaron Siri is a real medical uh, rights champion, and so is Del Bigtree. You know, it's a, it's an honor to be friends with them, and they fought this, and they won. And they got this stuff released. And it wasn't just Harmeet, uh, I think, uh, also. There's another, there's other people. But I think uh, Aaron Siri was one of the ones responsible for suing to get this information. The public spent the money. The public paid for it. This is our information. We need to see it. So, I mean, but for that not to be an outrage, for them not to, like, go down, for the public to not want to go down and burn Pfizer to the ground is astonishing to me. When you think about the blatant corruption, and that's what happens. You talked about before capitalism and the banking system. What happens is it is for when they lose money, it's socialism. You got to pay. The people, the public have to pay when they lose money. When the banks lose money, when they go bankrupt, they get bailed out by the public, by us. But when they make profit, they get to keep it. That's right. Pfizer got to keep all the profit. All of it. All of it. And they didn't have to pay for any of the the risk. And believe me. There is risk. They wouldn't go or into any country that wouldn't give them liability. That's right. Isn't that a glaring sign uh, that this isn't an- a glaring sign that they didn't go into a country that didn't give them anonymity? And it, it's what is going right. Mm-hmm. Why are we going after them? They, we paid for all that. Re- this is the whole system. This is who they're working for. It's who's backing up the, the Biden family. That's why they can so boldly speak the way they speak. Because who? Who is he? Who, who does he represent that he carries that big stick? He should be working much more closely. That's the wrong clip. I'm surprised they haven't taken that one down. Not because he's probably proud of it. That's why. Blackmailing. There and, you go. And why Quick would you take quo. it down when he became president after everyone knew about this? Our brothers to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. Ah, a bunch of trick uh, clips here. These aren't the right ones. You don't, you don't think they took that down, my friend? Okay, so we can keep going, um, even though Mud Dog tried to derail me over no, there. No, it's still about, I ultimately believe it's exactly who is saying. They, it's many, during the whole bailout, I like, again, when I heard about ESG, it was a way for companies to get bail themselves out, out of uh, occupied, uh, uh, um, Wall Street, that the companies had such a bad name that the ESG was a way for them to come back into good graces to the American people. That's what they was it was sold to them about. Mm. Anyways, hmm. so it, it's it so has this to do with something with all that. This is a zero hedge article, uh, blatant political corruption. It's called "The Rot in America's Democracy," explained in under a thousand words. It's a really good, uh, good read. I got a list here too. Um, Let me know if it gets boring, though. An IRS probe into Biden's money laundering payments from hostile nations, the normal outcome of which would have ended his candidacy, was instead given a stand-down order. 
that's the whistleblower that yep. uh, Jordan was just talking about there. The FBI and IRS wanted to search Biden's house in 2020, but were given a stand-down order. The FBI authenticated Hunter's laptop a year before the New York Post first reported on its contents. Rather than you, and they, they basically banned the New York Post for doing that, by the way. Rather than use the laptop's uh, uh, extensive documentation of a myriad of felonies <laughs> to initiate criminal investigations, the FBI hatched a plot to warn social media companies of an imminent hack and leak operation of what they heavily suggested was Russian disinformation. Remember all that? Uh, this is number five. Uh, following along here, you can see that this is all a, you know, uh, it's very obvious that the FBI and the IRS has been politicized at this point. I mean, we all see it. But this is just a list of perfect examples. And each one of these probably, you know, should be investigated. And, you know, you should find out, you know, come get down to who is you know, basically signing off on this stuff. I mean, it seems like there should be signatures somewhere on all this stuff. Um, the FBI also conducted an influence operation with various reporters at major newspapers, including Twitter. The FBI was spying on Giuliani when he shared we, the laptop's we, content. We heard <laughs> an interview with a lot of the officials of many of these media companies that they were trained a month or two, they were giving out memos from the FBI That's what, yep. to tell them that the information about Hunter Biden, they didn't label it here, but that Hunter Biden was, this exact information was going to come out. No, and I, that I, it was I just read disinformation. it. I just read it. I just said that. Yeah, but we've, we've seen reports that have talked about this already. I'm sorry, I didn't read that. I didn't hear, I didn't oh, hear that detail right there. I knew there. it. Nevertheless, in the preceding years, the FBI established a beachhead at Twitter. Oh, I just read uh, CIA in collusion with the Biden campaign seeded disinformation claiming the laptop was itself Russian disinformation, which is kind of what you're talking about. Uh, I mean, it just goes on and on, you guys. I, do you, I do don't, you think that, I mean, honestly, our political... The, let, me, let me go real quick. Do you think our political really is a fight against our intelligent, our businesses, our... that our uh, military, military uh, uh, complex? Do you think that all these presidents are brought up by one of those sanctions because our president right now, this one, if you think about it, who's propping them up and who's gaining from propping them up to look the other way of all these stupidity. This guy is doing so openly. What are they gaining from him? Oh, this is a good question. Um, I believe that the, the FBI is in, in only, well, I shouldn't say only, the FBI's main responsibility is to hold dirt on people so that they can control them because the Congress controls the money for the FBI. So the FBI in turn needs to control Congress because they want to make sure they get their money and don't get defunded or, uh, you know, investigated or anything like that. So that's what I think's going on, that uh, what they do is they get dirt on people like they got on Biden they hold it and then they use that dirt probably to strong arm him or strong arm his allies in the government to do what they need, you know, or what funding they need. That's what I think. 
Well, the reason I bring that is that what do you think? There's been there's been things coming up that DeSantis is really the candidate for the Wall Street and for those companies. Yes. 100%. So would it be the way the intelligent don't vote the intelligent the intelligent community is backing up Joe Biden with the media and everything? Do you think Joe Biden is their candidate? You for, know, because uh, for whatever to use, you know, because if yes. if Wall Street if DeSantis is Wall Street's Candidate. That means that they are. He's going to work with getting their policies on the there, Republican right? side, yeah, yep. Yep. or whatever side, mm-hmm. whatever. Right. But this gentleman, our current president, seems to be the puppet for the intelligence mm. because mm. they're looking every all these things that he openly confessed he's doing. Any one of us, if we were recorded saying the same things, you and I wouldn't be sitting here right now. We'd be in jail. Mm-hmm. But this guy is able to say it. Mm-hmm. And the very agencies that are entrusted to arrest the people for doing these things aren't doing it. They're looking the other way. You know, I mean, our police agency, Tim Pool brought this one thing about, I'm going to go to drag queen shows. The reason the police departments aren't stopping it, because they like it. They actually support it. They actually like this stuff. I don't know, man. Do you? What do you think? We're convincing our team, our <clears throat> others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess the twelfth, thirteenth time to Kiev, and uh, and I was going supposed to announce that there was another billion dollar loan guarantee, and I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk. Here comes the blackmail. Yatsenyuk, that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, nah. I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, "You're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here." And I think it was what six hours. I looked. I said, "I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money." Oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> Got fired, and they put him. What a wheeler and dealer, huh? Uh, and this he, guy, you can see why he's a billionaire. You can see how he wheels and he, deals, man. He conveniently left out that that prosecutor was going after his son. Yeah. You forgot that well, part. Say, no, but it sounds like to me, didn't okay. it sound like he's sitting, he's sitting there talking to a bunch of good old boys and tell them, look, at that, look that boy came over and said, look, I have one up, up on you. What? You have something up on me? Boy, you know who you're talking to? You have no authority. Let me tell. Doesn't it sound like he's just telling tales, bro? Yeah, I can't stand people like that. That brag, you know, just to make themselves feel. That's what it sounded like uh, to me. Just because awful. he knew you had, he had no authority to to hold that loan. It was Barack Obama's authority, and he even said mm-hmm. he used them. Well, really? Well, go call Barack and see if I don't have that. You didn't have nothing, bro. Mm-hmm. He have no power. Yeah, he, he dropped the name. Get back on the your DeSantis comment, and I completely agree. And I've come to the conclusion now at this point that knowing that the establishment, the big money donors, and all that stuff is uh, going with DeSantis. Yeah, just knowing that, with the fact that all those big money donors, they know that Trump's running also, and for them to do that, that's all I need to know to know that I don't want anything to do with DeSantis at this point. I, I so. as soon as I you we start talking about the cross and bones, we start talking that he's pretty much going to take us back to Bush, and I'm not talking about mm-hmm. first Bush mm-hmm. to second Bush mm-hmm. because it seems like he's tied into a lot of the same groups he is. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know, maybe just because they're both living. Well, one lives in in 
in Texas. So maybe it's just, I don't know, but they smell like they're coming out of the same pot. So I, I heard um, it's pretty interesting. It's, it's kind of inside baseball for the RNC uh, and the political machine that they got. But there is a, I think it's a Christian, a, a Republican Christian group, women's Christian group. And they That's do scary, this. Man. That's a scary group. They do this big every year campaign funding dinner thing where they invite uh, the top Republicans uh, or the top Republican in. I don't know how it works, but anyway, long story short, they schedule Trump, and apparently, it's just a very established tradition that if someone is having a campaign, uh, another Republican is having a campaign dinner somewhere you don't have a competing campaign dinner the same night it's just it makes it's literally like unheard of and it's just a rule that they they, found upon right and guess guess what desantis did had a party during that time he had a campaign dinner the same night at the same time uh, i I think think two hours away they said but still proves who's the big dog bro Mm -hmm. that just proves who's the big dog desantis has no Mm -hmm. issues against i think he thinks he can take on Biden, but he knows his main foe is that man. De sanctimonious. Both Biden and DeSantis knows. Now, I'm going to tell you something, bro. I don't know if he has that momentum. I haven't seen a rally yet. But what do you think about Kennedy? What do you think? Do you think he might? I what, what, I don't think the Democratic machine is going to allow it, but I'm curious. He is. Um, he's so refreshing and really is, and I... I I have to be careful because obviously you don't want to get sucked into anybody, but he is so inspirational and like so positive for the message that you and I have been talking about for years with the vaccine and all that stuff. And this guy, man, like dude, he's got his head screwed on pretty straight for the border stuff. Like, uh, I, don't I mean, like he's, a lot he's of ready to put a, programs, a lot of the social programs that he's proposing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't agree with it. I don't think that we're addressing the biggest uh, issues, the main issues about our social issues. The biggest issue I see, at least domestically for us, is this border that's just wide open. Hundreds and hundreds of foreigners, non, by the way, non-Latino foreigners, are pouring in every night to the tune of like six hundred. The Kennedy he did that. Um, he was went like, down to it was the like border. A yeah. Town hall uh, thing that he did. In the one of the questions was uh, immigration. I got to hit the hand. Yeah, yeah, I got this. And uh, it was pretty fascinating to hear him kind of give his testimony on what it was like when he went down there because it's very similar to the couple videos that we played a couple weeks ago. Oh, no, that was a microphone. Uh, And, you know, when we were showing that video, I mean, it's... Is it okay? Yeah. It's dudes from... uh, you know, uh, Uzbekistan, it's dudes from uh, Africa, you know, all these other, it's crazy how many different countries are coming through our southern border here in America. It's just wild. So to hear hear him kind of address on that and talk about it, and he, you know, he straight up said that he, you know, he, the wall is not really feasible in a lot of areas just because it's so remote, but he talked about, you know, enforcing the border more and putting up walls in certain places and you know, using uh, some sort of, uh, you know, monitoring for the other places. But I, I really do like uh, uh, RFK. Yeah, RFK. 
But this is Tim Poole here, and I figured we'd wrap it up with this in our little political segment here. But this is Tim Poole getting fired up, and I have to say the last couple weeks I've been enjoying Tim Poole's podcast a lot more because he's he's pretty fired up about stuff at this point. You can tell dude is on a mission, and uh, I like it. And he's talking about, uh, right here, he's talking about how he doesn't really want to like Trump, but the problem is, is there's been so many lies that it's hard not to defend Trump because the most the most ridiculous stuff has uh, been smeared on this guy, and yet, you know, someone like Tim Pool, you can tell he probably is, not originally a Trump fan, but this constant harping and this constant smearing and uh, all this stuff against Trump has actually got him, uh, <laughs> I would have to say, leaning towards maybe voting for him. Listen to this. Eight years of stop making me defend Trump, you f- sucking liars. The media lied about everything. Yeah. And it got to the point where I'm just like, the media has lied to me so much, I am screaming in rage and punching walls. I am sick of these disgusting people. And then Ron DeSantis goes, I'm actually going to do the exact same thing. And I slap the table. You (laughs) don't vote for Ron DeSantis. You know, funny. He wants to play a game. He's fired up, dude. As much as I'm a fan of this guy. (laughs) Wow. I I didn't see this video. Dude, he's so So fired up. If I sounded like just like him, word for word, there must be something in the air that we're, this is not just us. Oh, this yeah. movement is starting where people are just mm-hmm. getting tired of it. Mm-hmm. He just went on anyways. Yep. Because yes. this, I mean, I've always kind of been a Trump fan just because I'm I'm in manufacturing, uh, you know, blue collar machinist over here. So I've seen our industry disappear to the point where, you know, I don't even know if there's going to be a machinist job for me by the time I retire, that's how fat, I mean, and it was booming when I came in and by the time I retire, there may not really be a machining industry you, here in America if, anymore. If I look at the world through that, it's amazing lens that you're saying those four years. And I've been in the trade for 27 years. I seen the up and down mm-hmm. during the tech. I seen the Y2K. I seen all that stuff. And the four years, does it sound weird? Mm-mm, you're good. In the four years that I was, that he was in, bro, the company that we were working for hit a billion dollars that year. First time. Okay. First time they hit a billion dollars during his administration. Cause they were going for that goal. And all I know is that we couldn't, we couldn't push out enough machines to fill the orders. Mm-hmm. They couldn't because hire enough people back, because the president yeah. prior to him had told us to learn how to code. Cause these jobs would never come back. And all of a sudden, this dude, Trump, was going yeah. to, and the guy who said that was Obama. Mm-hmm. This president made that president eat his words because he brought back a lot of manufacturing mm-hmm. where it became a vogue. It became in vogue. What was one of the things, bro, that we found out that our test kits, that we couldn't have test kits here because they were all being made in China? Remember, so much COVID tests. Everything came out that we were not self-sufficient anymore. All I know is that those mm-hmm. four years, dude. Remember remember COVID anal uh, swabs? All I know is that <laughs> I, I don't know. Sorry. It sounds weird. That's derailed you there. I think you're okay. 
It might okay. be your headphones. Let's keep going. I'm I'm digging on um, the beanie guy here. He well, wants to shill for the for 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 these corporate neocon. Hold on, uh, like, hold on. pause it. Uh-huh. And it's taking me. We've been doing this show almost three years. Yeah. Um, Hollywood here is not a Tim Pool fan. <laughs> okay, and for me to hear this coming out of out of Hollywood's mouth, I'm like, wow. Well, I mean, you can. Like, he's not fence sitting anymore. You can tell he's say, <laughs> he's fired up and throwing freaking Molotov cocktails. You can tell he's like that the like you said uh, that chick he had on last week. What was it? It wasn't BuzzFeed. No, but I where were they from? Uh, it was some liberal report. Uh, my my minority. Something that is that guy Harris uh, that he, no one wants to talk about. That what did he wanted us to deport us? Remember when he said something about he was he was pro vaccine and he talked smack mm, about us. He's one of those guys. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Tim Pool just, and he's, he was really calm because she was just like. She was throwing a lot of accusations with no proof. And when he was being, asking her, she would claim she won't listen to the show or watch the show. She goes, okay, then point it out to me. He had a mediator there who wasn't on either one of the sides. It's one of the, and he was on Tim Pool's guy. uh, Are you not a reporter? He mentioned that when he thought that he heard things, he, I'm talking about the, the mediator between the, Tim Pool and this I can lady. Just play it, you know. Yeah, play instead it. Instead of describing it. Oh, it was it was interesting. Uh, I do want to keep going with this. Go for it, Ryan. He's getting donors yeah. from these corporate neocons. I'm like, well, you know, it's fine. Like, it's, it, it is what it is. But he's got good policies. And then he comes out and he goes, I'm going to do the exact same thing the corporate press has been doing that's been driving you all nuts because I'm one of them. And I'm like, fuck off. You're done. You are done. <laughs> he was Don't so care. good on the COVID policy, man. That he is inspirational. The fake news. He's fake news. That's what he is. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, all I know is that he's got, he a, went, a, he's got a Trump impersonation, too. Since he went did, to you Virginia, tell me that he became a good on? advocate since his life got threatened. Believe me, he goes, um, he learned that he don't have just one gun. He's the guy who started talking about that. He has different hiding places in around his house. With guns, because he's been threatened. I never knew that that was a thing. And when I brought it up to Holly, he goes, "Yeah, that's a thing." What? Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. In case shit happens, you know where your guns are. All right. I think we actually made it through this in a half-hour segment, our political segment. Now we're going over here. You know what, guys? I was watching Duck Dynasty. Okay, the first. I I, I want to bring this up. Me and Hollywood are going to do a. A whole story about Duck Dynasty, but there was an episode when they try to make the show all in uniform and make all the shop work like corporate, and they went on strike. Hollywood's trying to make this show corporate, okay? He wants me to stay on agendas and stay on stories. But if you guys subscribe to the show, as many of you listen, maybe it'll help us out to understand that. There you go. You know what I mean? Yeah, make sure you subscribe or hit that um, whatever button that lets you get our new episodes every week because we need to tell people this stuff even though uh, you probably don't need to hear it well maybe you could, you know maybe we're the underground railroad here man getting the news out to people so we have officially what do we got we got two more days of pride month mud dog are you gonna make it i think i'm gonna make it i see victory bro i see victory mm-hmm. i see Crazy, huh? Well, it's um, it's 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 amazing when you screw with a rich man's money, how it makes him listen. I'm hmm. just saying, 
Because I know you're not bringing it up yet, but BlackRock, for example, who has stories right now that they want to get out of ESG. He doesn't want to use that. He says he doesn't want to use that term anymore. I've right. seen that interview because yeah, it's, it's DEI. It's, it's or like, because no, because he says it's, it has a black eye now. Yeah. See, it does. see, that's what a company worries about. See, it's yeah. branding. Well, so now that that now that though. but now that it, but remember BlackRock was just you played a recording of him saying that we have to change this and he was their company was pushing ESG scoring was but not was oh listen to anyways so now that you're seeing all this backlash because I don't know if you saw Florida took all their money out from their mm-hmm. investment form mm-hmm. and I think Texas too mm-hmm. that's like four billion dollars mm-hmm. if this becomes right now they're seeing that. It's easy to get this momentum. And if their name becomes more like mud and mud, people are not going to want... Remember, it, it, they, they don't want this black guy. Do you think they care? I think they do. Hmm. I think they do because don't they don't so. really... They control something about $60 trillion, but they don't own any of it. They just work it mm-hmm. for people. They don't own any of mm-hmm. it. they just like all of us. They work for people. And if they don't make money for them, they don't make money. And all of a sudden, if they're telling their clients to put money in Bud Light, for example, and they're losing money in that investment, what are you going to go up to? Hey, 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 I thought you told me for me to put money in Bud Light. Why am I losing money? And that makes BlackRock look bad. Hmm. Because it's all about they have to make money every year for their clients. They cannot lose money for their clients. You know that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, oh, I mean, didn't you hear the the, the you know that the they president s- BlackRock come up and said it said this exact same words I'm saying to you? Okay, hold on, dude. Call All me. right, you know they switched the term to DEI. Oh no, now? no. that's another score. That's well, another it's, program. It's ESG. It's just a different. Oh, it's based on something different. No, well, Bro, I just saw Patrick Ben David break it down. It, so well, we break it down to me, dude. I'm trying to, but you're fighting it. No, you're. I'm not telling you, that ESG giving me and the info. other one is not the same. It's based. On separate criterias. They sound similar, but they have separate criterias. Right now, the one you're saying, it's all based on your physical appearance. Diversity, equity, and it's inclusion what you look is what like. it's called. It's what you look like. It's the the discrimination of what you look like. It has nothing to do about your anyways, your capability or anything. So it's if you're coloring if you're hiring people of different nationalities, you know, it's kinda like that move that that anyways. There's a lot of things going to it. But Patrick Ben David put out a video explaining these things in detail. Yeah, BlackRock's not stopping any of that. Because this is this is WEF stuff. Like this is the great reset stuff. You know, this is not stopping. <laughs> they're gonna act like it's stopping. I, you know? I think they're gonna rebrand it and bring it out because those names are not being received right now. They're not backing up from their ideas. No, 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 no. But we have to see the repackaging of them because they're going to mm-hmm. repackage it and bring it back out. That's what they're going to do. Yeah, so the DEI doesn't have the environmental or but there's another one too. Not the just governance. That one. Not just, there's another one too. Not just there's DEI and, again, I was going to play that video, but it's a very long video. Mm-hmm. It's a 17-minute video. Yeah. Well, we got some good news in this, this, uh, we got a scalp over here. Zero Hedge reports, Gone Gone Girl, Anheuser-Busch fires pro-trans marketing execs who destroyed the brand. 
But so they're the, really showing her face. What about the rest of the executives that made the decision? The frat boy uh, chick has been let go. I think they were on leave uh, up to I, this I, point. I don't see what why that made news. Well, I she think, didn't make the company made this decision. She's just an scapegoat. I think it's uh, it's like a scalp, though. You know, this is good news. It's, it's you know, like it's she like could a easily official body they threw out to you. Go here, you go, guys. No, this. I mean nothing's changing. The boycott's not going away, buddy. It's just that we have a scalp. She could have went back to work there. <laughs> I mean, this is good news, man. You got to take the wins when Can you I see when you get them. Pay? What's that? Can I see her severance pay? Can I? See I guarantee you, she got something. Yeah. Yes, of course. Hello, but you know this is uh All I know is that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. This is a win, dude. You know, uh, hey, guess any, what, Budweiser? Win, pay, pay her salary. That's just going to lower your profits more. So good luck. Good job. It, it's, it's, it's interesting, right, my friend? I wonder. In fact, give her a $2 million parachute package. And then Go what? for it. Okay. Right? Who cares? I mean, give her a billion-dollar package. Just bankrupt the company. That'd be pretty smart. But it's interesting, right, how a Belgian company bought an American company, a name that they don't, they don't have any attachment to it, I don't know how much of the revenue actually adds to them because they use other revenue to buy Budweiser and Bud Light. And I don't know how much of a cash cow it is for that company. I don't know how much of that cash actually helps operate their main company. But it must hurt, don't you think? That cash cow must hurt. What do you mean? Of course, yeah. This but, is, then, uh, but then this is why I think there's a lot of companies who are backing out of this whole thing. And ESG is connected to Pride Month. We all know that. It's the same agendas. Hmm. Yeah. You'd probably get a lot of points during Pride Month, huh? <laughs> As a corporation. The, do, I told you, do you because of Ben uh Patrick Ben David, do you know what's the number one company with the highest ESG score? Tell me. Google. You know what the number five company? Um, uh, Bank of America. Number four, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. They're in the top five rankings. How? <laughs> they're good boys. They play play all, by all the rules and but do Tesla, what they're told. Who pretty much pioneered the electric car company to make it to what it is now is like 39th? All right, everybody, uh, hide your children. Oh, my goodness, bro. Uh, this is going to get really raunchy. We got to have a warning for. Yeah, we need a siren. Prime time, homie. We need, we need a warning the to the audience. presentation for is controversial <laughs> and may be offensive to some audiences. <laughs> Thank you. Viewer discretion is advised. One witness remaining. Uh, call to the dais, Alex Hold Stein. Sorry. <laughs> have you seen this? I did. Oh my gosh. I've never seen him go crazy like this. Well, I had to laugh right now. I'm sorry. I go on. Last time I didn't have it on. Oh my you gosh. You guys are crazy. Y'all never turn it on. I got Selvina. got the camera mind. out. I'm primetime 99. So I sued y'all. And you guys are auto settling because you guys don't believe in free speech. And I'm a pimp on a blimp. 
And I want to say, I love New York. This Pride Month has been so great. I've had so much anal sex. Like last <laughs> night at that parade, I learned this new song. You ready? <laughs> jizz on my face. Jizz on my face. I need that jizz post haste. Stick that dick deep in my shit. I want it in my poopy zone. I want to. So all the. All the board members or whatever council people are having to sit here and listen to this. And the neatest part is that because he sued them and he actually won, they can't stop. Him. Yeah, they won't even leave. They won't even leave. Because I would get up and leave. But they can't. the insertion because I stick it deep because I am an anal super freak. But this is what they're I showing out there on the yeah. It's so great when I walk down the street and see some gay sex oblate in front of my face. I love gay sex and the taste of jizz sticking to my mouth. Jizz, jizz, I love it so much. I love pride. It's the best month. I love pride. I love it so much. So I learned that song last night at pride. My girl AOC was there. AOC! I miss you, baby. I'm sorry. Please unblock me. I want to talk to you on Twitter. And also, Oswald, Oswald, I had some anal last night. You would be jealous of. And I know you guys are all homosexuals because everybody in the city is a homosexual. And I love it. I just, when the guys, they whip out their things and they slap it on my face, it brings me back to the locker room. The locker room with Leah Thomas, my what? favorite pro athlete. Leah Thomas, I'm swimming for you. I'm swimming for the marginalized. I'm swimming for the ones that can't swim for themselves. I'm primetime 99. I'm a pimp on a blimp. Oh, my gosh. The most uh, cr- cringe two minutes probably ever. But You know, you know what's interesting? What, what a crazy dude. What's interesting to me about the city council gosh. is that he's describing verbally what you see with your eyes. <laughs> but what they see with their eyes, that doesn't bother the city council members. Is hearing it out of someone's mouth describing yeah. what they're seeing in their yeah. that bothers them. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how they differentiate between those two. How do they decide between those two, brother man? How? And they are appalled at this, but they're not appalled at the action of grown men performing, doing mm-hmm. sexual acts in front of mm-hmm. kids. And why are those kids' parents not being arrested? Yeah. If you and I were doing that in front of kids here in here in your neighborhood, imagine Hollywood. If I, you and I, would be in front of your uh, front of the studio, just dancing like that in front of kids, what would happen to us? Yeah, you're not even supposed to walk around in front of your kids naked anymore. You know what I mean? Like that that will get the weird side eye if you got like a five year old and you're like showering or whatever. What's that? What there's a meme that went by that says, "Yeah, some guy got arrested for." For pedophile, and he goes, man, I should have. He goes, I, I did it a week before Pride Parade. I should have just waited for Pride Parade because then I could have done that during the Pride Parade, and I won't get arrested for that same act. I know and, it's just it's so brutal because the the kids have gotten dragged into this, and I I think that's why you see such a visceral reaction from America at this point on it because kids are like the only segment of the population that can't defend themselves really you know they're they're so just kind of like floating along with whoever they're around and I, I i'd feel like that's why you know uh that's i want to get back to what you said and then i'll let you say something uh i agree with the i think we're winning this pride crap because 
I'm seeing it around, you know, pretty much all the channels that I listen to. Everybody's very loving. Everybody's accepting and saying, you know, if you want to go do you, you know, as an adult, go for it. You know, we're not telling you, but it's the kids thing. And everybody's in unison on this, that do what you want, but leave the kids alone. You cannot affirm and cut off things and drug up your kids. This is not okay. And it's, it's pretty, pretty cool to see it because I think, I honestly think the month of pride has actually caused that. You know what I mean? If it was just one day, I don't think it would have been resisted like it is right now. Kind of fascinating. I, okay. So this is what I'm I don't understand. Okay. We know that every year in Las Vegas, AVN, the American whatever adult film industry, porn thing, yeah. has a has their con- their their conference and everything in Las Vegas. I say next year they should have a parade, doing a, a parade of all those porno actresses, actresses, and all the other ones doing that whole same act, whatever scene they want to live out during their doing the parade. They should be allowed to do that too, right? Because that's pretty much what they're doing. They're this doing is so weird. So why? So I'm I'm waiting for the first annual AVN parade. Mm-hmm. You know, to their show. I mean, they have an award show. It's so crazy because, like you said, if they were to, if a bunch of hot porn chicks were to walk down the street naked with kids on the street, they wouldn't allow that. But for some reason, it's okay for a bunch of old, you know, fat dudes. Like with bald heads to walk around around kids naked, and that's okay. Oh, it's, yeah. it's really no, fascinating. No, no. I, I don't. It was a bit, but if it would have been that person that was at the White House that still had a penis but had a breast, they would have allowed that person to see. I don't see that person dancing right there in their Pride Month. What do you mean? The well, remember that White House mm-hmm. transgender that went mm-hmm. there? He wasn't fully transgendered. He he just had the breast implants. Hmm. That wasn't a chick? No, it was a guy. Wow. Huh. But so I'm waiting. Sure. I, I'm waiting for the AVN parade. <laughs> Me too. I'll go to it. Yeah. Uh, Valuetainment covers this. This is a 30-minute video. I would highly recommend it. It's Shout called, out to Patrick Ben David. Yep. It's called This is War. The Minds of Children Are Under Attack. And the four of them are it's a riveting conversation where they kind of go back back and forth and they discuss what makes, so they, they start the conversation out talking about the trans How long stuff. Are you play this one? I think we should play it all. I have but, a 17 minute one that you said no to. I didn't say no to. Yeah, you did. No. Uh, but they start out with the trans stuff, but by the end of the video, they've all agreed that it's really about promoting good parents. And what we need to do in this this culture to fight back kind of against this this weird uh it's like a narcissism parenting thing where your your kids are almost like an extension, you know, it's like something to talk about to your friends type of thing. But it's always it's been really like weird. that. Isn't isn't it how a lot of men live their sports life through their kids? Mm-hmm. They live so it seems like they're mm-hmm. living their pervertness life through their kids. Yeah, well, it's narcissists, narcissists, when they have kids, they don't see them as separate units, like separate kids. It's a, they see the kids as, a, as an extension of themselves. So they, if they, they feel like sick, 
they'll they'll extend the sickness to their kid if they feel inadequate they'll extend that in that feeling of inadequacy to the kid so is it the same it's a narcissistic is it the thing. same mentality as you seen the guys will get like this real fearsome pit bull or fearsome dog and you look at the guy that you know without that pit bull you can kick the shit out of that guy but they usually will get a pit bull to compensate for whatever is missing in their lives you know, they can't, I mean, so is that what these parents are doing is whatever they weren't able to fulfill in their life, they're going to fulfill it through their kids. There's and why that, pervertness sure. though? That's what I don't understand. Because again, before you play this, many of the people that go into these shows, one of the reasons this seems to be very universal is that they know somebody in this community. So that's why they feel about to go and support Oh, them. gotcha. And the pride parade. Pride parade and these drag nights. But I, what I don't understand is why you're bringing kids. Because I don't know if you yeah. hear about Yingling Beer. They were going to be hit someone, but then they said, okay, but it can't be an all-age drag show. It has to be legal because you're serving alcohol there. So they did 18 years and older, yeah. and the show didn't get that much attention because you don't have kids there. That No one's arguing about what kind of stupid crap you want to do. Don't take kids there. And that's another thing. Why are they so adamant and stealing the innocence of our children because they're not they don't see them as children like a narcissist is in why do they dislike that innocence it's like they want to destroy that innocence why why they because someone destroyed theirs like Mm. why if Mm -hmm. i didn't have my innocence then i'm going to destroy yours there is a, a certain aspect to virtue signaling like we've talked about where oh i took my kids to the pride parade you know like there, there is this chunk of people that, you know, they feel like that's a virtue. That's that's um, they're helping their kid by doing that. What and to, I, to be and, to and why is a really good question. Like what the? But I mean, you, when you hear, I mean, dude, it's just our our uh, uh, health and human services. The admiral, I don't even know what to call him, admiral, you know, is is saying that this is going, you know, this is going to be something that parents, unless you fight back right now, this is going to be something that parents are going to have their kids taken away from them because you're not affirming, you know, that they want to be Batman. I sent you about that lady in the, on the California court about this before you played Ben David. Hmm. It, 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 she goes off exactly what you're talking about right now. Problem is, I've this, got it. This lady, no. Hmm. I'll play it, man. Oh, there's Callan though. Yeah, that's another one. I, I'm waiting. For that's a gun that thing. One. I want I, that one. I'm waiting for Hollywood to play that one. Let me get it up here. Let's let's just do this. Do that. One. Yeah, let him say it. Play the clip. So this is. I like that. You got to get that clip when he says that. Play the clip. This is uh, Vivek. Uh, oh, he's running for president. I can't remember how to say his last name. Sasami or something like that. But yeah, this is an interesting little take he's got. Uh, interesting this, dude, man. This dude's got balls. Yeah, that's does. for sure. Yeah, he does. so, uh, and I actually agree with it. It's just. You know, a lot more eloquently put than I'll ever be. He's very well-spoken. We need to end this mental health epidemic, not just with anger. I'm not angry at trans people. I'm not. I'm frustrated with the culture that venerates a mental health illness that we should be treating 
instead of actually throwing <sighs> kerosene on and fueling to spread like wildfire across this country. I know you're not supposed to say many of those things out loud, but I just think it's important that we speak truth because that's got to be the first step towards getting to a solution. And that's what I'm hoping to deliver. Hmm. You know what I like about him, too, is that he's a self-made man. Mm-hmm. He's a self-made man, comes from very humble beginnings. I like that, dude. I, 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 there's something admirable about that. Mm-hmm. Hey, no, I'm not affirming my kid. You know, you, you basically have to understand that with kids, you need to put guardrails to create great citizens. Gay, straight, whatever they turn out to be, you, in terms of lifestyle... There's guardrails around entitlement. There's guardrails around structure and behavior. And if you consistently affirm everything, then you have no structure. You have you you have an out of control person that when they walk into some structure, and let me think, like a job, they're going to be ill equipped to socially in that environment. You know, operate. When they walk into some structured environment like, you know, a, a science class where you can't just say, well, I, I, don't, I don't agree that two and two is four. Really? Well, I'm, I'm not affirming you. I'm giving you a C. You know, th- th- these, we are basically about to raise a generation of kids that are permanently affirmed and entitled permanently affirmed in the wrong ways and are entitled. And what we don't understand is that the structure builds character and character builds citizens and citizens build cities, cities build states, states build countries. So this is, this is a very bad waterfall effect. That's, that's coming soon. Tom, when I was seven years old, Pat, I swear to God, ask my brother, ask my sister. I thought I was Superman. I would take a towel, wrap it around my neck, and run around the house. And did dude, you thank God? These days, you think you're a vampire. I what think are you I'm a vampire. About? Yeah, but dude, I thought <laughs> that's hilarious. Did you I jump thought, off the uh, no, picnic no, table in the back all, and discover I, you were yeah. not I able did, to well, fly? Well, thank God that my mom didn't go. You know what, Vinny? You are climb up on top of our three-story <laughs> freaking apartment <laughs> complex. Go How many of us played that because game? Because you could fly. We were dumb. We did jump off stuff too because we thought we could fly. Dude, we used to jump off these stairs because we thought. Just to make our capes kind of whiz through the air. Yeah. My cousin actually did that. I remember he, like, messed his leg up, too. <laughs> thought he was we actually kind of... I think he put things under his arms or something. Thought he was and then gonna... when we used to play wrestling, we used to, everybody wanted to be Jimmy Snooker. So because Jimmy Snooker used to climb up onto the ropes and then jump off the ropes and... Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. First of all, um, he talked about barriers, bro. My kids stopped coming to the, wanting to come to the store with us because we would tell them no. And it came to the point that they never asked us for anything anymore because of the barriers we say no. No. I'm not saying we always say no. Of course they got stuff, but I agree with him. There's, I, I've seen so many kid, little kids right now, if you just say the word no, they break apart. Mm-hmm. They'll cry to their mom because they've never heard the word no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really deep too because we got the uh, the entitled. Everybody gets a trophy. People that are coming, you know, that came out twenty years ago. Then you got the screen kids that have had everything they've ever wanted on demand immediately in front of them. There's a there's a lot of correlation to their 
talking about now with autism and uh, I think it's just trans in particular. I don't know if it's a uh, gay and lesbian, but there is, there is thing, there is a, it's called a screen induced autism and you actually can exhibit autistic uh, symptoms by just being in front of a screen too much. And you'll start getting a lot of those, uh, you know, whatever the spectrum is, antisocial type stuff. And you, you feel like you're not uh, who you should be. Um, you know, everybody's different. You start getting all these. And it's, it's pretty interesting because they, they've done studies on it where they basically take the screen away. And, you know, after some screaming and fighting or whatever, all the symptoms go away. And these are, you know, autistic I, kids that have their symptoms uh, fixed by just getting out of the screen. My wife, my wife tried to take away her iPad. Have her go five minutes without looking at her iPad. Mm. Have her just sit there at the couch and watch a movie without the iPad being in her house simultaneously. I mean, being in her lap simultaneously at the movie. I've seen the addiction. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. It's and I've gotten a taste of it. Exact. I what you it resonates in me because you can get even addicted where you just don't put down your contraption. But you're gonna play this some more. Uh, we could, but um, we can move on. Let uh, me play this. Let me tell you the consequences. Definitely try to go watch this video, though, guys. Oh, dude, please! Can. This guy, Patrick Ben David. Yeah, he's on fire. Valuetainment. This guy's a legit. He is not an entertainer. He's a reporter, and it's been fantastic. I will. I will mention that by the oh, I did already, huh? By the end of the conversation, they were. He's basically talking about starting a award for parents, like having glory be to God, man. you know, something to elevate instead of always looking and pointing and getting mad at bad parents, which is pretty much all we do, you know have examples and lift up good parents. You know, it's a, I don't know. It's fascinating here. Let me just play this. These guys are pretty smart. I like, I like how they, uh, they break stuff down. Like I think you were saying that earlier where they, they kind of, they take a subject and they really dig in and it's, um, it's fun to watch. I, I, I enjoy, I have kind of, uh, not mimic, but it taught me how to analyze something and pull a question out of what we're analyzing. And that's something that Patrick Ben David is very good at, you know. So he again, said he said he is going to go to Burbank and meet with the the Armenians that no way. that fought the. He, they, he basically gives them props. He goes, "You keep going, you guys. Don't doubt yourself. You're doing what you need to do to protect your kids." It was amazing. I was just like, "Wow!" Glory be to God, man. Love this guy. Glory be to God. Well, here is what's going to happen when our government does come after our kids and the ramifications of it. And we need to start implementing laws to go after these people because they're going to leave a trail of mayhem and they're not going to be responsible for it. But here we go. I was taken from her loving home because the state of California claimed I was abusive for not affirming her trans identity. I lost my daughter over a name and a pronoun. I promised to call her a male name. It wasn't enough. My daughter was not a boy trapped in a girl's 
but he had mental health issues. Against my consent, my daughter was given testosterone instead of therapy. The LGBTQ group used her to pro to raise money for, for them. The abuse claim against me was finally dropped, but it was too late. By then, my daughter was in a horrible mental and physical pain. My daughter knelt down in front of a train. She was murdered by gender ideology. I beg you, stop pushing gender ideology. She was murdered by gender ideology. Everything that they said they want to do, they did it to this, and they took advantage of a person whose English wasn't well, knows what they did it, and they took advantage of it, and then they made money off the back of this person. Yeah. That's the disgusting thing, and this is exactly what we're talking about, that this is what's been reported. These hospitals making a majority, a lot of money over these surgeries, and then they have... We, ugh, I'm sorry. This thing really bothered me, man. Yeah, this thing that, really bothered me. Well, it's it's so insidious and creepy to to think that you could have your you know your house invaded by some like uh, it's almost like a mind virus, you know, that, and, that and, is and able to come it, into brother, your walls. And those people that trend, that did that to this person's daughter, they're not there with her. She's there at her house by herself, emptied, looking at her daughter's old things. And where are those SOBs at? Mm-hmm. Onto the next kid? Onto the next family they're going to ruin? Because they don't see, they never look back at the ramifications of their actions. They're always supposedly looking forward to the next person that is uh, marginalized. And I'm sorry, this testimony of this lady really just hit home for me, man. Yeah, it was pretty rough. I I watched that a couple weeks ago. Thought about bringing it, but it was kind of it's it's man, it's it, too, too you close to the truth. You couldn't make a creepy, scary flick. As far as a dad goes, I mean that is a, it's literally a just a petrifying thought. You know that your kid, you know, either way, I mean you're still gonna love them, but just knowing that they could be influenced. But they don't give you a fighting chat because it isn't the idea isn't coming out of your kids. It's being embedded mm-hmm. or and by other people. Well, the it's doc- one thing if you're talking to your kids about their idea, the, the ideas, excuse me. But now you're attack fighting against other people's ideas. And the doctors say, uh, uh, "No agenda is always saying that." You know, what is it? You'd rather? What would you rather have a? A dead son or oh. an alive daughter or whatever. Well, that you know, lady they, has a dead daughter. They throw that at the parents, though, and they make the parents, you know, scared for their kid's life. So that, you know, oh, man, you guys. But the problem oof. is that we've already heard, I had an article that A&G Theaters pulled down a documentary about detransitioners. Hmm. A documentary that they did about how this affected the lives of these people made them, basically much made them, Eunuchs. They could not ever have any family. They could have nothing. And they pulled that documentary out of four people that complained about it. Speaking four of, people. There's, um, I heard there's that uh, child trafficking uh, movies coming out this weekend at like select theaters or whatever where they're talking about the 
I think this is all the Ukrainian, uh, what's it called? Now I can't remember what it's called. Man, man, oh, so is that true? Check this out. Russian soldiers discover baby factory in Ukraine where young children are grown for child sex brothels oh and for organ harvesting. Goodness. Um, a video has surfaced of Russian soldiers describing how they found a baby factory in Ukraine where young people or young children are raised for the pedophile child brothel or murdered or to harvest their organs and sell on the black market. Whoa. Interesting, huh, buddy? She got, but the Russians are not the only ones who have documented this horrible practice of trafficking babies and young children for sex, then murdering them for their body parts. And don't forget adrenochrome. Mm. That stuff's supposed to keep you young. And I think... Uh, Imagine the things that they're a lot of people in, want of that. unveiling over there that our media, as we know, is refusing to show us. That is really the disturbing part. Yeah, Tucker talked a little bit about the uh, democracy over there in Ukraine uh, yesterday. He's bringing up how we're sending money to Ukraine to support the democracy over there, and yet... Uh, I guess Zelensky has called off the election for next year. Uh, so they won't ha- be having any elections and Zelensky will still be uh, president. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's he's pretty much take, taking apart the whole thing, man. So do you think he wants the war to end or do you no. think he wants the war to continue? No, no, because at this he point? knows if the, world's, if, the world, if the war ends, he's dead. <laughs> or he's, yeah. He he's, knows he's dead. He's going to get voted out. Oh, he's not voted dead. He's dead. All right, let's uh, go over here. I got some podcast stuff. Yeah. 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 That was actually for the other one. This is, uh, oh. uh, they had, a they had like a anti-homosexual 1950s video on the Hodgkin twins. We have a real damn good show. It was fascinating to to watch that video, but I figured uh, Pride Month's over here, so we we can move on. But I do have uh, uh, a couple podcasts I listened to this week. Uh, Liberty Lockdown is the first one. Uh, It's breaking. uh, This is episode two nine one. Breaking ESG with Michael Seffert, and uh, he kind of goes on and talks about. It's a really interesting conversation, but uh, the cool thing with this guy is he has done kind of what we have talked about doing, or uh, you know at least trying to monitor, is that he's got a bunch of he's basically grouped all the companies and and producers of things based on their uh, you know patriotism or their faith. Oh, really? So you can go to his website. Uh, Maybe that would finally throw these people a curveball, man. Trying to see uh, his website here. Give him uh, props, but of course I can't find it. Of course. Um, Maybe he'll say it in the thing here. But, oh, Public Square. So publicsq.com. But it's the largest direct... Oh, that guy, Public Square? He's had that. Mm Mm-hmm. I kind of got bored with it. It wasn't a very good search engine. I hope it's getting better. Is this I was using engine? it to look for local companies that were 
open during the COVID. Uh-huh. Remember, I used that guy's. App. Really? Yep. Nice. Yep. And I remember Miss Olson's Mart. You know the, the few stores that were the few restaurants that were buying against the lockdowns. Mm-hmm. They were on the map, and that's how they were opening. Anyways, yes. So you've already used it, huh? Yes. Nice. It was all right. I didn't like it. This was a couple of years ago. I'm wondering no, if about, maybe about it's better. No, hmm. about a year ago. I opened it because we talked about this guy, that that app. Uh, we've spoken about it before. Hmm. Yeah, I would. I kind of want to, if it's not, it doesn't work very good. That's no Well, good, I, not that it didn't work. I didn't have any much use for it. Hmm. It didn't mean that it didn't work. Let hmm. me restructure it. I didn't. I didn't have any need of any services at the time. Find it useful, but it was yeah. really cool. But it was. It did list a lot of companies in there that okay, you felt comfortable to call that at that time when we decided not to take the the vaccine. Um, that these companies weren't flinched with us if we called them to do service. Remember, mm-hmm. there, that's the way it was being done around here. Well, th- there was there was some restaurants that. Uh didn't close you know they were staying open yeah, during lockdowns yeah. or they didn't require you to wear masks or whatever the real good mom and pop restaurants fought it man the ones that are actually good so he goes through his uh kind of criteria for picking up companies let's hear it what is the litmus test to to meet your criteria yeah that's a great question and actually i'll, I'll read kind of our five core values but then i want to i want to touch on the point that uh, you addressed related to how we're actually different or not just a right-wing version of ESG. But our, our values uh, are simply this. Number one, we're united in our commitment to freedom and truth. That's what makes us Americans. Number two, we'll always protect the family unit and celebrate the sanctity of every life in the public square. Number three, we believe small businesses and the communities who support them are the backbone of our economy. We do fundamentally stand against globalist multinational corporations that do not treat the American consumer as paramount. Number four, we believe in the greatness of this nation and we'll always fight to defend it defend it ultimately we do believe in uh in that sort of airplane analogy where if the cabin depressurizes in an airplane the mask drops and you're supposed to put your mask on first before you help other people's with their masks same thing goes for foreign policy we should focus on our economy and our people first before we worry about taking care of the issues of the world and finally Hello. number five our constitution is non-negotiable government is not the source of our rights so it cannot take them away That's our rights right. come from somewhere they are not given to us by government. Therefore, they cannot take them away. I my think that God. one of the greatest crimes against humanity we've ever witnessed is that during the COVID season, which was the heart of when we started, the COVID government season? came by and said that some businesses were essential and others were non-essential. We fundamentally disagree with that premise. And so those five core values that I just articulated, businesses see as the first step of signing up. And they have to agree to respect those values. They're not going to spend time, money, or resource antagonistically against those values. Then they're passed off to a vetting team. The vetting team conducts a cursory search of the internet, make sure that they're aligned on both values and quality, and then submits them live to the platform. Same There's thing one. as ESG, man, just mm-hmm. the conservative group. A reverse ESG. Uh, how about if I just go there, and if I like that business, I'll do business with them. No, well, the problem is, dude, is you don't know what they stand for. With most of these, I mean, obviously right now in this month, <laughs> you do a lot of times when you go I, to these I, companies. I, I, but I think... I think um, because you know what I mean. Even, even in my house, you know, with my own children, I'm not allowed to buy Nestle because they know about the company, that company, and I've never spoke to my to my family about that. And yeah, they don't like the business practices of Nestle, mm-hmm. and that came from my children. And out of their own mouth, they're like, "Yeah, we don't bring Nestle into the house." Mm-hmm. Interesting, right? No, so that's I'm good. I'm curious about what exactly. 
you know, I, I never knew where they got this from. Yeah, it's really hard to avoid uh, supporting um, these kind of, uh, I don't even know what you want to call it, fascist type companies. You know, everything, uh, you know, Dawn soap, you know, Cascade dishwasher tabs. That's all woke ESG compliant. I haven't companies, bought a you know? name brand dishwashing soap in a long time. I mm-hmm. we support these local little mom and pop companies that make uh, dish soap. My sister in law is all into that. So in our own family, we kind of have a network. Like I haven't bought. Uh, we used to buy like palm olive. We don't buy palm olive, but we buy this little mom and pop company. Or all I know, they probably put palm olive in other bottles. It doesn't <laughs> smell like it. It's supposed to be better for the environment. It's supposed to be all natural ingredients. But there are these little small little niche companies that you, my sister-in-law finds online. Hmm. And we bought them. They work just fine. Well, if you're doing research to, to figure it out, that's good. Well, I know I, I, I'm being schooled on it. I'm not saying that I am. It's really hard to keep up with all it that is. stuff. Oh it is. I mean, believe me, bro. For me to be not to buy, one of the hardest, most difficult things for me to take get, up, get rid of, and it's owned by Unilever, is Best Foods. Dude, it, try and take my best foods away from me. I'll, I don't know what I'll do to you. Oh, my mayo. Mayonnaise. Shoot, man. <laughs> you try and touch my mayonnaise, I don't know what I'll do to you. You know, but they screwed it up uh, years ago uh, when they went to the soybean crap. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Try, to, try to go get a dressing or anything without soybean without soy oil. <laughs> oh, bro. There's I like found, two I, of them. You know I'm on a on a big... That's why I went to, with Dukes because Dukes doesn't use... Um, they don't put sugar in their in their in their uh, mayonnaise, hmm. and they use other stuff. And they use uh, apple cider and a little pickle juice to make their. So I've been slowly getting off that. And Dukes is just a smaller company, mm-hmm. and so I've been going to Dukes. No, I I noticed I, I used to be like I agree a, with you. like a diehard Hidden Valley Ranch guy when I was younger. Just love that stuff, but I literally can't even smell it. Now, well, it's so gross okay, and okay, soybeaned okay. out. It's disgusting. I've been on such a soybean campaign that what's interesting to me is that it's soybean, as you said, is in every product. Any If you have bread that's soft, it's soybean. Yep. Any any uh, any dietary things has soybean, soybean oil or soybean. Mm-hmm. But when you talk, when you hear about the environmentalists talking about it, they talk about the industrial farm and one of the crops that they talk about is soybean mm-hmm. and how soybean is raping the dirt. You're like, okay, so you're advocating fighting against people planting soybean and how, but yet it's being put in every product. It's even being put in like whatever virtual signal product you talk about. Mm-hmm. Soybeans in it. Yeah, they feed our animals soybeans. I, I, <laughs> I, I went to Costco and oh. I I don't know if you've been there to see their 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 bread aisle. It's big. I went down that every single bread trying to find bread that had no soybean. I found one bread. One bread, a baroche bread that guess imported who, probably, no, right? No, no, no. It was at it, they supply all the bread for Starbucks. <laughs> and it's a certain little company and they don't put soybean in their bread. You know, and then I found out there at at the Dollar Tree at the 99 cents only store they have a brand that they sell. They don't put soybean in their bread. So I don't know. So yeah. I've been on it, and I agree with you. It changes the flavor of food. Uh, I blame ESG. Uh, we're going to pretty much 
So we're now the official show anti soybean, okay? Yes. Anti soybean. I like it. <laughs> and all aspect soybean boys, soybean. <laughs> yeah. No, we could um hmm, how could we lean into that? Yeah. We're gonna have to do a little uh I always got brainstorming about that. Mm. <laughs> Good luck with that. Uh, <clears throat> so this next month after uh, next week, uh, there will be no more Pride Month, so we'll be able to move on. But next month, I want to definitely dig into get back into the World Economic Forum and the Great Reset and uh, all that kind of shenanigans that's still continuing very quietly behind the scenes. This is Mark Morano from the higher side chats podcast and he's gonna kind of break it down that you know this great reset is not coming it's actually here good question it's because i like to say this very clearly it's not a theoretical hypothetical that may might could happen in the future we are living in it now we are living in the great reset it's being implemented we're watching climate lockdowns begin just give you a few quick examples. As I already mentioned, 200,000 cows being slaughtered in Ireland. German meat restrictions coming through. Netherlands farmers being shut down. Sri Lanka, literally the entire government toppled. The highest ESG score and one of the highest ESG scores in the world topples the whole country when they go this experiment. Australian farming being limited. Canadian farming. John Kerry now putting his sights on American farming to restrict. And again, it's not going to do anything to emissions, but it's going to basically wipe out the small independent farmers that are left and consolidate them into a controllable and collutable and industry. So we've already seen them collapse our energy. But They're it, making it short. We already have the UK power chief. And it's interesting that they're doing this to all the industries. Here in California, there's a proposition right now to take away all the franchises away from the franchise owners and give them back to the companies. Yep. So it's interesting, right? Because, I mean, that used to be like the small business for people to mm-hmm. buy a franchise, you save, but yeah, there's it's the same agenda. Something in that California legislation that said that uh, corporations didn't have to pay a certain amount, a per- certain wage, but the private restaurants had to have like a certain amount that they pay people. Yep. But the corporate, <laughs> like the McDonald's, I don't, is there corporate-owned McDonald's, or are they all privately owned? No. What McDonald's is, I, I learned this because of the movie Founders. Mm-hmm. They're landowners. They hmm. buy the land. Hmm. They buy the land, and you lease from them. You oh. have to buy all their products from them, but you lease it. You don't own the land. They're supposed to be one of the biggest yeah. landowners in the world. They so you own don't the own land. the rest the McDonald's restaurant. You're kind of leasing. You're leasing the, the, the property, gotcha. the, the building. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, it's an interesting thing because they was they were taught long time ago. They asked him, "Don't you remember the movie when the, the, the accountant it. said to him, he goes, hey, uh, just let me tell you, you're not in the burger business. You're in the real estate business.' It's like what? And mm-hmm. that's how he made his money because you you pay them for everything. You pay, it's interesting, interesting." Power chief on record is saying people have to get used to electricity only when it's available. Forget about constant electricity. We've seen them collapse our transportation in action. 
California announced through an executive order of Gavin Newsom and then followed up by the unelected California Air Resources Board, the banning of gas-powered cars by 2035. 20-some states, including my state of Virginia, because we had a Democrat governor, now we have a Republican one, are set to go along with that. The state of Maryland next door. All these states are going along with a actual banning or down to almost zero for gas-powered cars within the next 10 to 15 years, depending on the state. So they're intentionally creating car shortages. This is a big part of, you know, you will own nothing and be happy and everything you want will be delivered by drone. They're going after freedom of movement. We're seeing it happening right now. The World Bank is telling automakers that gas-powered cars aren't going to be funded. Corporate banks are saying they're not going to give out car loans for gas-powered cars. Cities in Colorado, California are banning the creation of new gas stations, creating gas station shortages. Boris Johnson's transportation Mm. secretary, no doubt schooled by the World Economic Fund, has announced that car ownership is outdated 20th century thinking. You have business insiders saying we have to get rid of private car ownership. You have people like Andrew Yang, who ran for the Democratic nomination, say we need to have abolish private cars and instead have an app you can just call up and get a car when you need it. The same way you get like Uber Eats or an Uber, but this time you can just get your own, you know, a car will be delivered to you and you can go grocery shopping. Same with pickup trucks. You can, if you have a job, you can go rent a pickup truck for a few hours. This is what they're saying. We're watching this happen. They're creating artificial car shortages. They're creating food shortages. They're creating meat scarcity. They're creating energy scarcity. They're calling misinformation a threat to your health in the age of COVID. It's a threat in the age of, you know, your physical harm in the age of climate. They're going after in corporate government collusion, shutting down our free speech. This is all stuff that's happening, not like, well, this might happen and they could do this. This is literally happening. In other words, let's simplify this. The most consequential decisions of our life in COVID in March 2020, in peacetime that we've ever had in the United States, whether you could go to church work, school, leave your house, go to a wedding or funeral or have a medical procedure, were all taken away without a single vote of any legislator anywhere. There were no town halls, no city councils, no boards of supervisors, no Congress, no Senate. It was all done through emergency decree, through executive orders. That so excited them that the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, announced in June of 2020, just two months after the lockdown started or three months, that this was a rare, narrow window of opportunity by which to reset the world, this time in the name of climate change. And they took that literally. So what they... Pretty interesting. This this podcast, you guys, was was awesome. Uh, once again, the Higher Side Chats, uh, uh, Mark Morano, M-O-R-A-N-O. But uh, it's pretty fascinating stuff. He, he kind of gets into the uh, the climate stuff. It's really fascinating uh, because it it just all, you know, his angle, and we've talked about it before, is that this COVID lockdown was basically kind of a get us used to having our freedoms suspended in an emergency. And they are going to, um, they're going to use, (laughs) I don't know how they're going to do this. I mean, Biden's crazy, so maybe he'll just do it. But they're they're probably going to sign an executive order for a emerg like a climate emergency is how they're going to kind of phrase that. So once they go into the emergency uh, phase, just like he was saying, all these bureaucrats and non-elected people can do things without having any consent from us because it's an emergency. 
so they can basically, you know, run wild with whatever mandate or restriction they want. And and who was the president that allowed this? Do you remember his name? Uh, the COVID lockdown? No, that they can do all this to us. It was against the law for them to do any of these things to us. It was during Barack Obama's uh, not time that he changed, I think, not AB 95, something like that, <laughs> where he allowed that now we can, he can now spy on us, then he can lie to us, and then everything that they're talking about, they could, because prior to him making that into passing that as a law, all these things that they did, they would have been held as criminals. And so we got to understand that the laws were changed for this to be implemented onto us. Are you talking Smith-Mund, that thing? The no. propagand- propagandizing no. American citizens? There you go. Is that the, that's the yeah. Smith-Mund uh, Act, and it was... Uh, and he, he's the one who pushed it. It was, suspend- it was an actual act that protected us from propaganda, and he suspended it. So, yeah, go. now they were allowed to propagandize. And there you go. Uh, yep. Here we go. And not only that, we're now you had many of the Democrat Party, as soon as, for example, as soon as they announced they wanted to get gas stoves, all those fools jumped into line and started locked in center mm-hmm. going, yep, we got to ban gas. Yep, look at all this. It's bad. Mm-hmm. Something that we've had for thousands of years, all of a sudden, it's, it's bad for our environment. Ovens are racist, my dog. Don't you know? Do you think AOC looks like somebody that would bake at home, cook at home? <laughs> Does she look like somebody like that? She doesn't look like she cares about. Uh, the, to them, that's she the problem like, with our society, man. She looks like you need to put a saddle and a, a halter on her or something. Um, <laughs> I don't know. No. Okay, here we go. Keep going. Is that continuing that collapse of energy, they've gone full head off of going after food full head going after transportation and they have made massive gains another tangible evidence france is the first country now to ban two and a half hour flights or less to save the climate literally to reduce their missions to meet net zero goals forcing people into cars and a train can I, can I, can by I forcing people in the cars the death it's fascinating huh give it to them huh give it to them it's theirs the lord give, has a good saying give it to them give it back to them they go they're going to restrict the gas and we want all this the good Lord had a good saying when they asked him, should you pay your taxes? And he goes, okay, show me a coin. And he showed them coins. He goes, whose image do you see right here? Caesar's. Well, then you give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar and give the good Lord what belongs to the Lord. They need us to buy all this stuff. They need us so that they can continue doing whatever they're doing. They can cut anything away from us. But most of the backers need to make money, okay? When they're not selling nothing to us, they're not going to make money. It's just like California that's losing all these businesses. I know on the on the news tries to tell us that it's really well going well, but it's not. Yeah. Okay. I, so they're going to lose it, bro. I I really I hate to do this to you, buddy, but I really think you're stuck on this money thing with these guys. No, it has nothing to do with. Money. They don't care the about that, that stuff. They want it. I mean, they've been doing this for us for a while. We're not even allowed to go fishing without a license. How long has that been? I can't just get my my pole out and cast it out at the beach because the ranger will come up to me. And I've known that since I was eight years old. 
I was not, I'm not, a, when you're 16 year old in this state, you can't cast off the shore without a license. That's everywhere, dude. Okay, yeah. then. So is I'm, this new to us? They've been what? doing this to us now what? for centuries, what taking you- every right away from us. Here's the ocean. I drive by it. I can cast out for free with nothing. But a state says they own that beach and I have to pay them money. They've been doing this to us for a long time. This ain't new. We don't even, it's like I. I need a sound effect for when you do this every episode. You do this every episode, dude. What? This has all been done before. It's nothing new. No, no. They've been. This is now. There's. We got to analyze. We got to analyze our neck better, and not more just and more, no. Excuse me. Like analyze. Dude. They're squeezing our necks. We've had examples of them taking away our rights and earning money for us. now for decades. Now it's going globally. Now they want to tell us what cars to buy, what get, what how to heat our food, how to heat our home. Guys, give it to them. You know what? Turn off my lights. I won't pay you the gas money. You won't make that money. They, I don't understand. That's why I don't understand. Dude, the I just end. told you, and you're not listening, dude. Okay, they so don't care about the what, money. What do they dude. get out of it from us, from controlling us? What do they get from it? What do you mean? I don't understand. What do they get from it's, controlling us? It's all about control. What What are they getting from it? What are they gaining from it? Power. And what do they do with that power? They control us. And what do they do with that power over us? Because I can go still my room and pray. They didn't stop me from praying ever during that lockdown. So I understand what they did. I don't know what freedom they took from me. Church is just a building I go to. I can have church in my house. Right. Okay, so what did they take from me? Um, I thought we were talking about money, but... Uh... No, no, but you said it's not money. So then, okay, I agree mm-hmm. with you. Then what did they, what are they gaining from us? It's, it's just control and power, dude. Okay, then like, for what? What's the end game? For what? I mean, what are they going to do with what, that control? What are they going to do with that power? What did they do with the COVID power? Okay, right. Okay, they didn't really do anything. They just did it. They Nobody just showed us society. No one was supporting that. Do you think the people will actually eventually continue to support that society? No, they're not. So my question is: It's the same thing. Look. I'm going to take it back to something. We were talking about, I'm going to go back to my eggs. They had eggs going up to $25 to $30 for 60 eggs. Stop buying them. Guess what happened? They rotted out and they lowered down. I got 60 eggs for five bucks the other day. Well, that's not exactly what happened, but they didn't have the production. So they had to raise prices because they didn't have enough eggs, allegedly. I don't know if that's true. That wasn't it, man. They were gouging the prices. Well, there, and there could be, but buying. the chickens don't stop laying. I, I listened to a lot of podcasts, and there was lots of people talking about how their hens were not laying as many eggs this year. Like it was very universal and accepted, maybe because they remember it was like it was at the feed. You know, like are they now, are they putting did, weird did you shit? Hear in that the feed? complaint from the commercial egg grower. The what? Did you hear that from the big commercial egg producers? No. They didn't hear, you didn't hear that complaint out of their mouth at all. Yeah, because they were having to cull. I'm not saying there's not shenanigans going on. I'm just saying they had to, like, kill a bunch of chickens and all this stuff. And, uh, you know, that's just, you know, supply and demand type stuff there. But there, I'm sure there was manipulation going on. I agree. I just, so, uh, my my angle on this is... 
you know, you look at COVID, what, what did they, you know, besides Pfizer, <laughs> what did they gain from locking us down and telling us what to do and have putting that, 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 uh, that control over us, what did that really do for them? You know, they didn't necessarily, you don't necessarily gain anything from that. You get power, but you get the control. So you're, you don't have to worry. These guys kind of, I think, worry about people coming to get them, you know, like either chopping their head off, stealing their cigars out of their why would they library that? or like, whatever it is. I don't know. Because they know themselves what they're implementing. No one likes it. Mm-hmm. Why would a dictator be afraid of being murdered if he wasn't being a, if he was a good ruler? Mm-hmm. No, hundred percent, dude. Uh, there's definitely never going to be a time where I say these guys are good guys, but uh, you know there is there is a, a a much longer term and a little you know crazier theory is that this is some sort of population control. And that they're locking us down to starve. And once you're starving, you're much more willing to accept, you know, really heinous authoritarian power, you know, over you. You're, you know, you, you saw what happened with COVID, dude. Like everybody bowed down, dude. It was, it was. Who are you talking to here, bro? It was pretty scary, man. Well, I understand the tyranny that they were applying on us mm-hmm. and the pressure of complying, okay? And the scaremongering that they did and they used mm-hmm. to get us to comply. The fear, yep. I'm gotta still do that. seeing it. I, wrong, I walk around the Beaner community and I don't watch Hispanic television or news, but all of a sudden, I'm seeing a lot of those guys right now wearing masks. Oh yeah, masks are back. So I'm curious about what's being told to them on these stations because you want to talk about a controlled media? There's only three Spanish stations, and they're heavily controlled by our government since I was a young man. Mm-hmm. So something's going on, my friend. Go up. Driving that distance that you could fly in two and a half hours is going to result in higher fatalities because flying is statistically much safer. Now you have Germany, Austria looking to do the same. EU's proposing with Greenpeace support a six-hour flight ban in the EU. This is all a climate lockdown that we're literally staring at. On the same token, we're seeing major journals from the British Medical Journal to the journal Nature to 230 journals getting together saying that we need to fight climate change using the same template by which we fought COVID, i.e. authoritarian government lockdowns, no time for democracy. Mm-hmm. And this is why I say it's happening now. We're already behind the eight ball. It's not, again, none of this is theoretical. This is happening here and now. Harvard School of Medicine has actually said that unchecked climate change will lead to more COVID-like viruses. <laughs> Rockefeller is now a partnership announced in May of this year with the World Health Organization, the Rockefeller Foundation, to look at how climate is fueling pandemics. So what they're basically doing is saying, oh, if you don't man. support solving climate change, you're a grandma killer because you're going to be creating a lot more viruses. At the same time, just to recap, they're taking away our meat, high-yield agriculture, our freedom of movement, gas-powered cars. And guess what? No one voted on any of it. There was never a vote. There was never a debate in Congress. There was never a debate in City Hall and legislators. It's just, it's happening through executive order, through executive branch, through administrative state, through departments of each state, whether it's EPAs, 
or unelected boards, like I mentioned in California. This is what we are literally facing in here. Where are we? June of 2023. It's not a theory. That's what my book is. And that's what my presentations are that I'm giving. And that's what all my special. Hold on real quick. I, I would like to say something here in this. What I don't understand is the credentials that our world is giving the World Health Organization. Because out of the very mouth of these same people, when President Trump even tried to extend, before he went over to North Korea and extend his hand for peace over there, they called Donald Trump all kinds of bad names for even opening that door to North Korea. They criticized him to that even when he ended up going to North Korea. They tell us that he's the back that Kim Jong Un is the enemy and we should hate him. But then all of a sudden, what happens? The World Health Organization brought who to the table? North Korea. How can you take this organization serious when a com- when a country that is known for how horrendous they treat their people? It's accepted into an organization that's supposed to be a World Health Organization. That's why these people can talk all they want. And I understand. That's why individually we need to come to a conclusion for yourselves. Whether you're going to accept this nonsense. Because I don't fear death, bro. I don't fear no man that can kill me. I fear the one that's going to judge me after I die. That's who I fear. Oh, well, what else we got over here? I got some good news stuff. You want to go to that? Whatever, man. You got that horn, too? That one? Uh, so this is good news. <clears throat> Zero hedge article once again. <clears throat> Dang. Abortions are down 3% one year after end of Roe versus Wade. So I think if the last time I checked, it was almost a million. It's over a million babies a year. Do you think it's that? Or do you think these great comedians have been saying these great jokes and changing that thought? You know, like, you know, Bill Burr. You know, you go in there with something and you come out with nothing. What happens? Yeah, that was a good one. You know, I'm curious if that has added anything, anything to, to this. You know? No, this this is basically human nature that if you make something illegal, there will be less of it. People may desire it more because it's like a taboo kind of thing. And even though this isn't applying to that, but you can see that if, you know, laws in you know, these type of things actually have effect, you know, and that, you know, if you do a million a year, that is, see, 3%, that's 30,000 babies saved. 30,000 little kids running around right now instead of dead. So that's good news. Yeah. I'm happy about that. Uh, This is pretty good news. (laughs) This is awesome. Check this out. Everybody watched it, I think, already. These stories and more to help you detoxify your brain of your own thinking so there's more room to inject very safe and effective thoughts that are untested but establishment approved. But first, at a gathering of patriots, some undercover feds decided to crash the party. 
What are the odds? Well, it happened. So it turns out the odds were 100%. It was there <laughs> that a group of masked individuals showed up, calling themselves Nazis, to disrupt and taint the patriotic gathering. As bad as that would be itself, there are many people who suffer from not having their heads in the sand that believe that at least some of this despicable group were feds. There as part of a psyop to make people associate patriots with Nazis. Things heated up a bit. It appears as though patriots do not like Nazis or feds that are using taxpayer money in undercover psyops to manipulate the minds of Americans. This man was bringing more diversity to this fed's white face with his black fist. And the super brave individuals that are either cowardly Nazis or cowardly feds didn't like it when the patriots ripped their masks off, exposing their faces so they could be identified. Kind of makes you curious why they were so desperate to keep their identities shouting for them to rip off those stupid masks off those people. Mm-hmm. Finally, they did it. Have why are those two? Why did they go continue taking the mask off the rest of the crew? Have you watched that video live? Dude, like, you watched it? Yeah, this is amazing. I just want to know that why they didn't take the mask off the rest of those dudes and expose all the rest of those guys. That one guy, he's a student that's a study, a student of criminal justice that is dreaming to work for the federal government. Yeah, so uh, just like uh, awake what JP said there, uh, there was a Oregon um, protest. I don't know really what the oh flag wave is what it was. Uh, so kind of like a pre uh, July Fourth type thing, and the and it looked like the Patriot Front guys is what it looked like because they had the khaki pants. Oh, yes. They had all had uniform had masks. No fat, dudes. no fat dudes. No facial hair. They're all shaved. Uh, they look like they just got done running a mile or whatever. And the real uh, American guys look like Duck Dynasty, man. That's the real American. And you see them kind of walking slowly, kind of up to the the Patriot Front and uh, kind of or not Patriot Front, but the uh, Proud Boys group. And uh, I don't know if they were trying to. You think they were trying to blend in with them, or they're coming to kind of confront them? I, I couldn't. No one. No one's. I didn't. You couldn't but tell. That's one thing I didn't see in the video. But uh, what started this? We could take a listen here. If uh, let's see if I get uh... anyway. So the I don't know if I got the video here, but basically the Proud Boy guys, you know, noticed that these guys are the the Patriot Front uh, feds, so they start kind of pushing them back and trying to get them out. And uh, at one point, they all start yelling, "Demask them, demask them!" Because of course, that. all the pay- all the uh, Proud Boy guys don't have masks on. No, you know, they're all identifiable. You can see them. Came with masks on. And then these guys show up, but uh, it was pretty awesome. I would recommend checking it out. And what's so interesting that when they uncovered his the face, the way he's covering it up, dude, like it, it looked like a movie. Like, oh, oh my god, he tries to cover his hand, use his hand to cover his face. I'm like, it's it, it, very bizarre. Just odd, man. It's yeah. just things that you only saw in movies. Super, you know, it, super it sus. Just, <laughs> super I don't know, sus man. It's just shit. Hollywood directors are getting good, bro. I'm just saying. Speaking of uh, feds, this is not the going to be very good for our show, but it's very good for visual. Uh, this is, I guess, just for us. But this was on January 6th. A masked man wearing an earpiece and walkie-talkie was caught on video removing a glass window from the Capitol. When he realized he was being recorded, he pushed another man and blamed him, got real aggressive. 
He has not been added to the FBI's most wanted list. What's that? They should have approached him and took his mask off. Yeah, I think everybody had masks on back then, but. (laughs) Pulling glass down. So. Because I think that would probably be illegal. I know, but my glasses. I got my. I'm just picking up garbage. for our show. Sorry, guys. No, he's a guy who is wearing a mask has walkie-talking earpiece and is actually it usually has gloves on and he's tearing apart glass. And he looks real suspicious yeah. doing it. Like, like he, he just got caught going, okay. He's, I mean, literally he's almost, if he could pull the glass down from behind his back, he would have done that. Like Bro, just it, behind it, the back. It, <laughs> I'm going to do this like really secretly. That they're undercover that knows that he's just about to get surrounded and hit the jig is up. Possibly. Okay, that's what it looks like to me, where he's going, okay. Yeah, watch. Um, I wish people could see this. We need to get a video show going here one of these days. Well, okay. Do not go in there. See that? starts pushing the guy with the american flag that came up and said hey don't go in there stop doing that this guy's like breaking windows well he wanted to fight because if he would have pushed him back then he would have gone to fight and he would have taken all the attention away from this it just it looked like uh play continue playing it looked really suspicious to me So he officially broke into the Capitol by breaking that window, and he has still not been placed on the FBI's most wanted list. Although I don't know how you would identify this guy because he's all masked up. So, You know what? What's so sad that there's an overwhelming amount of evidence. That's the problem nowadays with these stupid feds, and it shows you how stupid they are. They made sure that everyone had a camera with the Obama phone, Make sure that everybody had a phone and everything could be recorded at a drop of dime. Everybody has a portable camera. And these guys were doing this in front of so many people. This is why, I, again, Hollywood, I talk about that. Our government, as you're saying, not only are they doing all this, but they're also heavily demoralizing us mm-hmm. because our justice system is not working as we were taught in school, it was supposed to work. Mm-hmm. We were warned that all these checks and balances were to fight against the tyranny that exactly our government's doing. Yeah. But the very laws that we have to protect us, they're overseeing, they're over going, overshadowing them. Again, all, to repeat the story we just heard, everything that was implemented or implemented to us during COVID was done without any laws, without mm-hmm. any Congress, without any due process that we're, we're known for. So it's mind-boggling, my friend. It's mind-boggling to me that this... I don't know. I... I just don't know how we're, we, we've allowed this to happen to us. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, there there's a lot going on. You know, there's... Uh, 
hypnotization is a real thing, you know, and they I, oh, oh. they can hypnotize well, off well, the I'm, TV. So well, I lost my train. It's just that again, we know the reason no one's going after this guy is no one's going to go after him. Our own police departments, they are supposed to implement all these laws, all these things that so many people come to this country for. They're not. They're not, dude. And it's just, what happened? What happened to our government? We, I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree. I, it's definitely meant to demoralize. It's also meant, unfortunately, it's meant to get us fired up. And, you know, it. you can tell they're, they're getting us, they're trying to make us desperate. You know, they're trying to get us to the point where someone will lash out or, uh, you know, do something, you know, instead of, you know, just praying and, you know, trying to fix yourself and all the things that uh, we do on a daily basis, trying to be the best person you can. But they, uh, they you can tell they're trying to instigate violence. I don't think it's going to happen. Because uh, most of the January 6th protesters looked like they had the utmost respect. There's no violence there. Or, the, yeah. or our government, like I'm, like I'm describing. Mm-hmm. And the ones that are destroying it, mm-hmm. it automatically makes you think, yeah, you're uh, Antifa, you're all this black life. You're that. Because through this whole summer, you were destroying our country. It didn't care about destroying our country. Mm-hmm. So why would you care if you break down, if you destroy our White House or you destroy our courts? Yeah. Why would you? And the people who were calling, shouting them down, we've seen many videos where it was our own patriots telling, "Hey, we don't, we don't, we don't agree with you." And it was like what a hundred of them to one of the. I, but again, man, our we need to release that footage. We need we need that forty thousand hours so that we can crowdsource that stuff and start uh, start identifying. Uh, the suspicious actors because I I get the feeling that you're probably going to find them on a lot of videos, like going from place to place, you know, doing and whatever where, where they're do doing. Run to when both political, both big political parties are just there to back each other up. Yeah. I mean, we have guys that get in, in, in elected as speaker of the house. We're going to go after him. And then he just gives them everything. Mm-hmm. Raise the debt. McCarthy. So yeah. I'm just going, are you kidding me? They did vote. Um, it's pretty cool. Uh, and I'm assuming he voted with it because it was all the Republicans in the Congress voted to proceed with impeachment proceedings on and Biden. What? It's going to go to the Senate and then they're going to vote it down. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. So, But that, you know, that puts it in the Senate's responsibility. And then you can go after you can. That's the cool thing with our our system is that you can clearly see who is uh, an enemy or who is uh who is not on the right side let's just say uh you can see it clearly on their votes that's the cool thing is with well, the senators you can you know fetterman will be out there doing his thing and that girl marjorie taylor green <laughs> i kind of liked her at first when she went in mm. she was really she, she was new mm. and everything she was learning she seemed to be excited she was sharing with us and how she was bringing the congressmen to go and vote she found out that there was a way to make everyone come because she wanted the American people to see how people were voting. And when she called the vote, she'd make everyone come down and vote. And they hated her for that. Mm-hmm. They hated her for that. Well, that is two hours, buddy. 
Are we going to call it an end? You know, if we go over two hours, we'll have to uh, start charging people. So, All right. Well, I don't hear the song playing. Oh. Well, guys, two hours is just not long enough for all this mayhem just happening. Nonsense. Nonsense. But since I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and he is my leader, none of these morons, these clowns that we've just mentioned, they're not mine. Well, they haven't discouraged me. And I know they're doing it. And many people out there maybe think, what can we do? Well, the mighty hand of God, believe me, is stronger than all these ideologies. And many have come up, but just like the Tower of Babel, boom, he'll squash it down. And I believe in it with all my heart. So I'm telling the nation, do not lose hope. So please, please, guys, this is how we're going to get out of this. You please pray for Hollywood and I and our families. Please pray for us. Because that's how we're going to get out of it. And Hollywood and I will definitely include the Good Time Culture Nation in our prayers. Make sure you tell somebody about this show, guys. Make sure you tell, ask someone to subscribe. These good vibes, guys, only come from one thing. And that is the King of Peace. And that's the Lord Jesus Christ. So once again, I am OG Mutt Dog. I am a humble servant to you all. And I am grateful for anyone who listens to our show. Because Hollywood and I really believe that this is our therapy. It's how we really get all off our chest. We even argue. We don't always agree. We're like 80%. Okay? So, that 20% makes this show exciting. So Or awkward. <laughs> so, again, I hope to see you guys next Wednesday. I am OG Mutt Dog. Find me on the Twitter at OG Mutt Dog. And uh, send me a tweet. All right? I'll see you next Wednesday. All right. Thank you for joining us for another action-packed uh spiritual warfare journey into the nonsense of our week Um, hopefully you enjoyed it if you found any value please uh, hit the button to thumbs up it or subscribe to it or tell someone about it Uh, we'll be back every week every week we're here so if you don't get our show then try to look for it because you'll find it out there real quick real quick Mm -hmm. just to make sure anyone if you see any strange airmobiles out there don't get that shotgun out and shoot real quick this is a notice to everybody. Domino's is going to be sending jetpack people over to deliver pizzas. So please, put your shotguns away. They're not aliens. Um, I'd do this. Their pizza's not that good anyways, bro. <laughs> Shoot them down! Alright, enjoy your 4th of July, everybody. Uh... Enjoy the independence, and let's continue to fight for freedom. That's what it's all about. And we will be back next week exposing evil and praising God. Love you guys. the name.